Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and hello. Welcome to the Vibrarian Show. My name is Joelle and I'm your host, the Vibrarian. And I would just love to welcome you all to the conversation this evening. I'm very excited about it. I'm here every Thursday on the Vibrary Radio Network, which is hosted on Blog Talk Radio. And you can call in to listen to the show on your mobile phone. The show line is 646-668-8988. If you want to ask a question at any time during the show, just press the one key, and that lets me know that you want to come on the air. We're also streaming on blogtalkradio.com slash thevibrary. Now, that is T-H-E-V-I-B-E-R-A-R-Y. And the E is for the positive energy that I try to spread everywhere I go. Now, on Thursdays, the Vibrarian Show, I like to consider it a kind of a cross between the X-Files and Indiana Jones. So we're looking at the mysterious, the mundane, the curiosities. We're looking to demystify the topics that are out there, and I really don't want to leave any stone unturned. So I'm having a great time because I'm fascinated by all of the information that's coming forward in this world. And each week I get to bring on very interesting and knowledgeable people to share their expertise about the subjects that we have. You can connect with the community that I'm pulling together. I like to call them the Good Vibe Tribe. You can search that hashtag on Twitter and Instagram, and you can connect with me on all channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at The Vibrarian. That's V-I-B-E-R-A-R-I-A-N. And, yes, I am a real live librarian, but I only try to work with high vibe and positive uplifting information. So if you see something that you think needs to be passed along, if you've got a funny laugh, a joy, a lesson, a message, anything like that, please send it to me because I want to pass it along to other people so they can be uplifted as well. Now tonight my show is one that I'm very personally interested in. Today is the 22nd of March, which marks the official start of Mercury Retrograde. (laughs) I say that with excitement and kind of drama because for some people, when they hear the word Mercury Retrograde, it is a negative thing where they start to say, oh, my gosh, it's Mercury Retrograde. Watch out. For other people, they're like, I don't know about all this astrology stuff. I don't know what you're talking about, but I refuse to believe that some planet is having some influence on me. So because I hear all the sides of this conversation, I decided to call in some experts. So my panelists this evening are two phenomenal women who I am very excited to be able to bring to you. I have on the line for you tonight Kelly Lynn Prime and Monique Ruffin. And these two women are the creators of a program called the Mercury Retrograde Reset. Between the two of them, they have decades of knowledge and wisdom and lots of degrees and experience and certifications that they're bringing into the conversation this evening. And so I just would like for you all to welcome Kelly Lynn and Monique to the show with me tonight. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me. 
Thank, Thank you, you for, for having, having us. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, quickly to give introductions, Kelly Lynn, let's start with you. You've been on the Vibrary Radio Network before on my show, The Psychic Inside. I know you from my uh, journeys in Atlanta, where you reside. And you are a healer, practitioner in the community that's well-known there. But for the listeners who've never heard of you or had a chance to listen to the shows where you've been a contributor before, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So I have a background in secondary English education. So I was a high school English teacher for 13 years, and in 2011, I left um, I left teaching and I became a full-time uh, healing art practitioner. I have background in chronic healing, in theta healing, in Reiki, in intuitive development, and I'm particularly attuned to spirit animals, crystals, essential oils, and my latest passion that has kind of pulled everything together for me is actually yoga. I'm a yoga teacher and that's what, that's my, that's my main gig right now. So I teach in several different places and arenas from corporate to private in the Atlanta metro area. Awesome. Well, welcome Kelly Lynn. Thank you for being here this evening. And I have not met our other panelists personally, but I feel like I know you because Kelly Lynn has shared so much with me about you. And of course, she mm. has definitely uh, brought you forward as an expert to have on the show this evening. And so I'm very pleased to meet you and have you on the show. Monique, would you tell us a little bit about yourself too? Thank you. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much, Joelle, for having me. And Kelly, thank you for the introduction um, to, for, of me to Joelle. I really love that. So I'm Monique Ruffin, and I am a, um, I'm an astrologer and a life coach. I have been studying like spiritual psychology and metaphysics for about 25 years or so, um, and have really been on a deep journey to heal myself. That's why I started doing metaphysical and spiritual work. It's because I grew up in a family where there was just a lot of trauma um, as the, in the experience. And when I got to be a certain age, I just realized that I wasn't going to make it if I didn't figure out how to get free of the belief systems and the, and the traumas that I had witnessed and experienced and absorbed growing up. And so I just started doing the work to heal myself. And eventually it became something that I started helping other people do. And, um, and so I did that for years as a coach. And I worked with Michael Beckwith, who's the founder of Agape International Center here in Los Angeles, the world famous or world, um, yeah, like a world famous spiritual community and center. And then I, um, studied at the University of Santa Monica and I got a master's degree in spiritual psychology and that was extraordinarily transformative to me. And then at some point I joined a community um, by the name of Juju Mama, which I'm still very much a part of. And, and that community offered me the tools that I needed to do the work on a daily basis, like the work that I had 
that I had learned in these other communities that were churches and schools, I needed a place to practice it because that there in the real world there weren't people who were, you know, thinking about heartfelt listening and thinking about how to tell your truth. That that wasn't really going on. So I needed a community where I could live out these tools and, and make them become true for me. And so that Juju Mama is where I started to do that and learn that and I, I got licensed as a feminine feminine power coach and now I facilitate the moon manifestation um system for that community and for everybody. Like it's like I do moon work. I'm a I'm a moon astrologer and it is the most amazing fun work ever to coach people to help them understand how the moon is affecting their lives. And because it's so, it's so weird to think that the moon has that much power, but it does. <laughs> and so that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> and I love my work. I absolutely love what I do. Well, I'll tell you, I so, just made a mental. Uh, a, side note, a side note on that is that Juju Mama is how Monique and I met. Yes. So I'm actually, we met in that community, what, maybe like, Probably like a long time ago, two thousand ten. Uh, 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 yeah, I think. Yeah. So, I'm I'm also part of the um, moon manifestation that Monique facilitates, and it's awesome. It's really yeah powerful. Well, I was going to say I made a mental note because we have had conversations about the moon on the show before. Matter of fact, I think one of ah. my first episodes when I launched was the mystical and magical moon, and I am not an expert, mm. and so I would love to have you back on for another conversation about moon cycles because I've got some confusion and some questions, and I'll definitely be coming back to that. Now, I want oh, to say I, that I, one I of the to answer all those questions. <laughs> I really love to hear empowering stories of people who have departed from what some would call a traditional uh, work, vocation, a Mm -hmm. nine-to-five pantyhose and suit ties kind of Mm -hmm. reality, and who have found a home and a passionate purpose and a place out Mm. there in the world of the conscious community, as both of you have referenced. And what I think is it, it gives us a good example to say that even though you may not subscribe at first brush to things such as astrology, as a theory, when you see people who are like, well, of course the moon matters, of course Mercury matters, who are actually using these things successfully as part of being in their vocation, it really gives a affirming message to say this is not hogwash, this is not who we fooey. <laughs> there are people who right. start their course by the stars and have been doing it for millennia, and it's time for you to kind of catch up to that fact. So this is a mm-hmm. perfect conversation about a very specific cycle that we all experience, uh, being that we are smaller than planets, it would seem to me rather illogical that even scientifically we would not be impacted by a larger mass object than ourselves. We certainly know the moon pulls the tides in and out and the sun, you know, uh, creates our seasons and all of that. But planets like Mercury, Jupiter, 
we Venus, we get into a much more nuanced conversation about the energy that's available. So starting right. at the at the basic concept of what is the planet Mercury and why is it significant? Great. Kelly, should I take this? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> So, Joelle, I have I just there's something you said that I I just really want to add a little bit before I move into this question is just mm-hmm. you said the sun the sun changes our seasons. Yes, it does. The sun is the reason we're alive. <laughs> if the sun mm-hmm. vanished, we would all die literally in an instant. Mm-hmm. So the sun is our source of everything. So that's what the sun does. And it changes the seasons, too. Okay. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. um, so uh, Mercury is the planet that has been given basically the mythology of communication. And if you, if you go through all, you know, all sorts of um, you know, uh, cultures, like Greek culture, Roman culture, um, Egyptian culture, Kemetic, you know, African cultures, and and also um asian cultures like they really these these more indigenous cultures have profound deep relationships to the planets and they understand that we live in a universe that is alive the universe is alive and it's alive in a way that we don't conceptualize today in today's day and age in our thinking mind because we are so inundated with well let me say this there's cycles there are human cycles and and every 2600 years or so we change cycles mm-hmm. and those cycles are you know cycles of the golden age and the where we where we're, there's more human suffering and then there's more human light and all of those cycles are a part of our evolution and mercury represents the mind and and that planet is the so it's about communication, it's about commerce, but it's really about how we think. It's and where it is in your chart will tell you how your mind works. So for instance, for me, Mercury is in Libra. Like it it exists in my mm-hmm. chart in Libra. And Libra is about partnership and marriage. And if anybody was inside of my head, they could tell you <laughs> that I'm always thinking about other people. Like that's like I'm in conversation, like I have a mil- cause, because my mind is connected to the other and I process information better with others I, and I grow and evolve better when, when there's harmony because my mind works that way. Now somebody who has their, their Mercury in Aries will get information mm. through the self, through their own way of being. They don't need others. It's not that they don't need others. But that's not how their mind is working. Like you might say, oh, that person is selfish and only think of themselves. Well, their mind is probably in a place where it would have them only think of themselves. We're designed these ways, right? And so when we understand, when understanding astrology is helping me to, to, to understand how people work and how they function and how their mind works and their heart works and all of that, people who, are, um, who fall deeply, deeply, deeply in love with another person and they'll be in love with them for 20 years, even if that person doesn't want them. That tells me something about their Venus. It's, that's not, mm-hmm. it's not that they're crazy. It's that they are functioning <laughs> with the energy of the planets and how they are arranged inside of them. So Mercury is the mind and it functions. It, um, 
it impacts our thinking and when it goes into retrograde it it screws it feels like it screws everything up because our minds turn inside <laughs> we have to we we think differently for a little while now does someone find where mercury is in their chart in their natal chart then or in yes, like their in their natal chart okay okay and so, so um, my, this is something. My Mercury is my Mercury is in Sagittarius, which is also my sun sign. Okay. Yeah. So what does that okay, look yeah, like so, when when? Ha- okay, so let me say. So Mercury in Sagittarius would look like somebody who has really big ideas and who has a global. Uh, um, their mind is global. Like they they think. Um, they they their thoughts are about how things impact the whole and how you know how they affect the whole like they're not so um their thoughts are higher shall i say and if you look at kelly and who she is her work you know she's at, first of all also mercury in sagittarius is the teacher it is the teacher right and kelly is a teacher in her soul like yes she's a she was a teacher for 13 years now she's teaching yoga but she is a teacher by the essence of her energy, and that's why she is drawn to teaching jobs because her Mercury mm. is in Sagittarius, which is the teacher, the philosophizer, or the philosopher, and her, that's how her mind works. And so when Mercury goes into retrograde, her mind turns back into itself where she can begin to think about new ways of teaching and new ways of being and, and things that don't work for her any longer because her mind is always about up-leveling and, and going higher and negotiating new, new um, higher heights, basically. Would you continue real briefly because you've covered Sagittarius, Aries, and Libra <laughs> in terms oh of, God. you know, a little – I mean, it doesn't need to be – to be super lengthy, but I, I do find that you said, you know, the teacher, the partner, the individualist. Um, right. I okay. think it would definitely um, spark some curiosity in our listeners. Okay, great. So Mercury and Taurus would be the materialist. Mm-hmm. They are, they think about things. They think about money. They are, and they're constantly in a internal conversation about you know, like what their money can get them, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, and um, and how they're going to make money. And because, because Mercury in Taurus is about the material reality. And so they are constantly negotiating that, this material environment. And then Mercury in Gemini, Mercury is, Mercury mm-hmm. rules Gemini and it rules Virgo. And so uh, Mercury in Gemini is extremely intellectual and it's, it's a it's a collector of thoughts, right? And so so mm. it's um, Mercury and Gemini is like if you ever know Gemini, they're brilliant. They're like nauseously brilliant because all <laughs> they're doing is gathering information, like vacuum cleaners, like uh, literally everything. And they gather the surface information. They don't necessarily go mm. to the deeper, but they're like a, a little bit of a master everywhere. Um, and so that's Mercury and Gemini. Mercury and Cancer thinks about it just as nurturing. Like it's always thinking about how it can mother everything and everybody and security. People have mercury, like cancers can be very um, 
it's a very fascinating thing. It was the cancer of the crab. And the reason for that crab is because they're always figuring thinking about protection, like what works and is everybody safe? But it, 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 that I'm, I'm talking about it in a very sort of general way. But mm-hmm. if you, the, their language will be the language of like, are things trustworthy? Like that's, you know, mm-hmm. like you'll hear cancer people who, who, who will often be, no, I don't really, tr- they don't really trust. <laughs> They're just, Mm-hmm. You have to prove yourself to them. There's a proving that has to go on. Um, and Mercury in Leo is very creative, like extraordinarily creative and self-expressed and, 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 and childlike and playful. And their minds are just rapid with creation and, and joyful and romance. They're just, they're just, they're just a light. Leo's ruled by, Leo is ruled by the sun, right? So, that energy mm-hmm. of the sun that is the center of attention, you put mercury there and their mind is there and they're, they have a sense of feeling like the center of attention and, and they will create things, think about things and create that place them in the center. So they're usually the leaders or they're usually, you know, Barack Obama is, uh, mm-hmm. is a Leo. And like these are, you know, a lot of celebrities have a lot of, Leo energy in those big plants because their minds and their personalities are functioning in a way that's about look at me because I have something to offer. <laughs> but there's a drama, there's a drama in it. Um, mm-hmm. Mercury in in Virgo is is a is critical like nobody's business. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it it finds problems. It just finds problems. It's like and it finds problems to help you find the solutions, right? So it's not problem for okay. problem, but just for the progress. It's like, and people give Virgos a really hard time because, you know, Virgos are critical and perfection-seeking. and all, But, yes, perfection-seeking means that it's seeking out the thing that's better than what already exists. Mm. And, and mm-hmm. so it occurs as criticism, but it really is, you know, like iron sharpening iron. And then, like I mm. said, in Libra, it's always about the other and um, Libra, then there's Scorpio, and Scorpio with Mercury is investigative, right? They, I mean, mm. just they they leave no stone unturned. <laughs> and you cannot hide anything from a Scorpio, but they will hide everything from you. And um, mm-hmm. and it's just the nature of them. It's just it's it's not bad or malicious. Or it's just the way they are. They they have like a Scorpio is the underworld, and so they have that energy where they know how to move without being seen, and they're and they're taking in data, they're figuring it out, they're figuring out who you are, and you know, and and how they should relate to you, and you know, how they can seduce you, and <laughs> I mean, even if the seduction is not sexual, it's still seduction with a Scorpio, mm-hmm. um, with a Mercury and Scorpio, and so then there's Mercury and Sag. We just talked about that. It's the higher thought, mm-hmm. the higher philosophy. How do we lift up? Um, Mercury and Capricorn work. It's all the the. It's 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 almost like, it's like heavy work. It's almost like slavery, and I'm not saying that in the context, but that's all they think about. Like they, Capricorn is focused on work and achievement. That Mercury energy there is always looking out, going, how can that work? How can I achieve something? How do I? just work that's it it's just work um and then after capricorn we have aquarius mercury and aquarius is all about innovation like 
how do we make this better? Not in, not like Virgo. It's different mm-hmm. um, because Aquarius has a higher perspective. It is the rebel. So it Aquarius Mercury and Aquarius comes to burn up everything that exists already. Like Virgo is in the details, and it's like let's change this little thing right here. Aquarius is like get rid of all of it. <laughs> it's all obsolete, <laughs> you know. Um, mm-hmm. And and then Mercury and Pisces is um, it's just thinking about everybody and and it's taking on everybody's problems and everybody's mm. and and everybody's the opposite of the problems. But Pisces tend to Pisces I know that have Mercury and they tend to really be uh, in a cycle of problems. Yeah, it's. I'm being. I'm working to be gracious here, <laughs> but yeah, just, because, yeah. <laughs> problems. That's it. It's problems. <laughs> it's more than that. So it's, it's also creativity. I'm sorry. It's also creativity. Let me let me not be funny. Pisces. Pisces is very creative. Very um, aligned and attuned with the creative principle of the universe. And so Pisces is the place where things that didn't exist come into existence. That's Pisces. Thank you. You know, it's so interesting no. because most people, well, <laughs> well, I was going to just bring up that a lot of times people think that we are sun sign, like you're what you're born in. That's what most people tend to be familiar with. But here you're talking mm-hmm. about a very specific aspect of, of, of our personality, the mind mm-hmm. and how we think. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I always tell people you should consult a, an astrologer if you really want to unlock some keys to yourself. And just to add, yeah. you know, that dynamic of how you think to your main personality aspect, you've already probably solved some pieces of the puzzle for people who are like, huh, oh, I wondered yeah. why, because that wasn't exactly how I was feeling as a Libra. I didn't know why I spent so much time thinking about, you know, Criticism, I guess, if I have a Virgo right. or Mercury or whatever. Or so. money, or money, right? This is so much time right. about money, Mercury and Taurus. <laughs> right, right. right. Exactly. That's very interesting. So now, Kelly, had, you were getting ready to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a conversation this afternoon with someone just about knowing the 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 main aspects of of their chart. Like, you know, your your son is who you're becoming. Your your moon is who you are internally, and your rising is how you appear to the world. So even just knowing those those three things beyond what your sun sign is mm-hmm. is really valuable information. And you know you can go online, you can look up astrology free charts, um, and you can get this information. But it's really important to have an expert like Monique help you look at where, where your, the mercury is in your chart and what is up for you during a period like mercury retrograde. It's mm-hmm. so valuable. Right. Now, as you were talking about these descriptions, we're talking about the personal aspect, but there is a, a global aspect based on where what sign Mercury is in retrograde or in at any particular time of the month or year. So today is the, the official start of retrograde. 
and and what mm-hmm. is the sign right now that this particular retrograde is happening in, and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the sign that Mercury is in right now is Aries, and um, and Aries is the beginning, as you can imagine. It's spring, right? We just we're in the spring equinox time. And Aries is the baby of the Zodiac. And so to have Mercury retrograding in Aries is an opportunity for us to really get clear about, um, well, let me say this also, Aries rules the head. So, and the head doesn't include the mind, but it is the head. So that's also a beginning. The head is like a beginning and, and things begin in our heads, right? Because our thoughts are where things, everything that we do starts with our, our thought, our head, and, and then we follow suit. And so this Mercury retrograding here is, a, first, it's an incredible opportunity for us to reboot. Like, you know, we, the Mercury retrograde reset, it's an opportunity to reset. But it's an opportunity, what I feel like what's going on in our, in our lives right now, just not with our country, but our lives and the world, all of, all of these systems are kind of coming undone. Like things that were seemed solid before are beginning to dissolve. Like, like just our ways of being are being challenged at such a deep level that so many of us are having to reconfigure who we are and ask ourselves, deeper questions about who we are. And so that is an incredible opportunity for this Mercury retrograde because it's a beginning. And we're at the beginning of spring. We're at we're in Aries, which is also a beginning, in the first house. I don't know if the Aries is in the first house for you, but if it is, that's even more of a beginning. And, and then Mercury taking us back to renew our thoughts. And what we don't understand about the mind, most of us, or I don't want to say most of us, what can be misunderstood about the mind is that the mind is a malleable part of ourselves. We can change it in an instant. The moment you have a thought that you've never had before, your mind has been changed forever. And Hmm. most of us recycle the same thoughts over and over and over again, which is why our lives Mm -hmm. don't change, because we're in the same thought (laughs) processes, right, that our mothers Mm -hmm. told us and that our grandmothers told them. And so we're we're like believing the same stuff that people 50 years ago lived, believed, and we're living in a whole new innovative world, and we're still walking around saying, that's not true, because you haven't renewed your mind, (laughs) And so mm-hmm. what was true for your great-grandmother is not true for you because we, the energy has shifted on the planet. The, the mm-hmm. configurations of the planet and the solar system changes. It's changing constantly. So for someone to identify with an old way of being that happened, that was developed 100 years ago, is ridiculous. It's just like it's become unheard of now to, you know, not be able to get money at the bank every day of the week, anytime, to, any time of day. I remember when I was little, you could only go to the bank Monday through Friday from mm-hmm. 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., right? But but that mm-hmm. is a, a, new, a new thought came in that changed that. And then that became a new way of being. And so our minds are the same. Like I was saying, they're malleable. And that means that we have the opportunity to change them, but we have to be really focused and do the work to remove the thoughts, systems, behaviors, practices that no longer serve us, 
that are getting us results that don't really resonate with our souls, who we are. And this is a perfect time because Mercury is in Aries, which is the energy of the beginnings. It's amazing. Mm. It's a gift from the heavens. (laughs) (laughs) And Mercury goes into retrograde. Now, can I guess the common thought is that the planet is moving backward, but that's not what a retrograde no. really is. Would you uh, share then about what what planetary retrogrades do and are? Retrograde is an illusion that the planet is moving backwards. And the only thing that I can, I mean, if you can imagine being in a car where maybe you're going 20 miles an hour and then a car comes from behind you and they're going 100 miles an hour, right? But because you're going 20 miles an hour and they're going to, it's going to look like you're going to, it looks like you're going backwards, but you're not, right? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. you're only going 20 miles an hour and they're going so fast. So that's what a Mercury retrograde is. It's like when the, when the, um, when the planet gets in a place where it has the illusion of looking like it's going backwards from the perspective of Earth. That's what it is, okay. basically from the perspective of Earth. And one of the other ways I like to explain it is, like, if you're leaving your house and you leave your front door and you walk out to your car and you to get in your car and you realize you left your keys and then you have to turn around and come back to the house and then you go back again to the car once you've found your keys. That's what Mercury retrograde is. It's like it. It's like you, you – it sets out, and then it gives the illusion of turning around, going backwards, and then it goes back to the location where it was, and then it turns around again and goes, and then keeps going forward entirely until it's, you know, until it's completely out of retrograde. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> it does, and so Mercury actually has a one. Is it the shortest period of movement that uh, is? is seen in terms of retrograde cycles? So, yeah, Mercury retrogrades every 85 days, I think it is. So it's the, it's it retrogrades more than any of the other planets. Um, yeah. Is that what you're asking me about? Yes, yes. And, okay. and mm-hmm. so it provides multiple opportunities uh, for us to – look at the planetary and use and feel the planetary energy, whereas some right. planets, uh, what is it? Is it Jupiter has or has mm-hmm. the longest cycle or, or something like 70 years, one of the planets? I, I don't know all of them distinguishing, but those would be a whole totally. lifetime for some people that all of us would be under the retrograde energy of, of Pluto um, if within a 50 years of people being born. Everybody would be dealing with what society or the globe looks like under this planetary energy. So it seems yeah. like there's more opportunity with a smaller planetary cycle for personal work. Right. To right. Well, these, these are called the personal planets. So the sun, okay. the moon, Mercury, Venus, and Jupiter and Saturn are called the are the personal planets. And then okay. planets like Neptune, um, Neptune, Pluto, Uranus are the planets that that are not. We have them personally, but they affect the because they stay in one place for so long. 
So mm-hmm. they're generational. They're not personal. They're generational planets. Absolutely. Okay. That that, that definitely clarifies. Good question. Good question, Joelle. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Okay. You said it. So an interesting. I have questions. <laughs> an interesting thing about the the retrogrades is that there is there are shadow periods before and after the actual retrograde. So people tend to think that Mercury retrograde is, oh, it's just a three-week thing. No, it's it's actually more like an eight-week thing with the, mm-hmm. the pre-shadow and the post-shadow. So, yes, the, the actual retrograde is where you may feel the most intense energy of it, but you have, it's, it's, it's kind of like a slope. You're, you're, you're sloping up, there's the peak, and then there's the, the, the sloping down on the other side. Yes, right. Okay. It's, it's gradual. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the shadow. And if they Mercury's in shadow, retrograde, then that means uh, pre-shadow we're in the preliminary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when people are saying the word Mercury retrograde and then you know, they're like, oh, Mercury retrograde. What has mm-hmm. been the reputation that Mercury retrograde has developed? Well, I'm happy you asked this question because the reason I believe that people have this negative connotation is very similar to what I was saying. Like, we're taking on the belief systems that our great-grandmothers believed, right, and or our mm-hmm. great-grandfathers. And so during other time periods when when there were seasons where there was much more chaos like because as humans we are in we're in we're evolving all the time and like i said we run through these cycles these i think it's 26,000 years is one cycle right literally mm-hmm. it's just some number that is ridiculous right so for 26,000 mm-hmm. years we're in one huge cycle and if that cycle is, say, the cycle of, like, the iron cycle, which means that mm-hmm. it was like war, right, the age of Aries, right, the age of Aries, which happened, um, you know, probably 60,000 60, years ago or so, there was war. So if, that's, if, if there's a lot of planetary upheavals going on and, you know, countries coming undone and, and wars, and of course you're going to be scared of Mercury retrograde. You're scared of everything, right? Mm-hmm, but now mm-hmm. we're moving into a much more enlightened. Um, we're much moving into a much more enlightened cycle. So the planets take on different energies at that time because it's the cycle. And so people, I feel like we've given Mercury retrograde a bad rap because we've been taking on the belief systems from people that lived during times where they were having a hard time. And so they believe that when Mercury turned, when it, when they looked at the sky and it looked like Mercury was going backwards, they would look at what's going on in the world because that's how, that's what astrology is. It really is mm-hmm. the ancestors looked at the stars and then they also looked at what was going on in the world and they created, you know, information from that, Right. And mm-hmm. and so they looked at a, a planet like Mars, and they and they saw that oh, there's so much war going on. So Mars is the planet that's the warrior. They looked at mm-hmm. a planet like Venus, 
And, you know, maybe, maybe there was a renaissance happening because Venus is the planet of art, right? And, and so they go, oh, Venus is love and art because this is what's going on, you know, as far as they could see and around, maybe around the globe it was going on. And so that's, that's just a long answer, a long way to explain why I think Mercury retrograde gets a negative perspective. Well, a bad rap. <laughs> you could certainly see it all over with internet memes. There's all manner of jokes and, you know, uh, funnies that make try to lighten up the mood about it. Uh, you know, yeah. I feel bad for Mercury, poor planet, because it's, it does get kind of a... a <laughs> But I also have had some personal experiences that I'm like, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of right. for me. But what were you getting ready to say, Kelly? So we're also living in the age of technology, which is very much mind-centered. So mm-hmm. that's that's another aspect of, you know, the, the, the communication can be affected. Your technology can be affected. So people tend to lose their mind when those extensions of themselves are not functioning optimally. That's true. <laughs> yes. You know, two things that I noticed in 2016 that mm-hmm. – both the iPhone system update, I think it was iPhone 10, iOS 10, and the Samsung exploding battery fiasco, both mm-hmm. of those were released during Mercury retrograde, <laughs> which wow. I felt was really interesting <laughs> evidence of you might want to get your product. I mean, because we know that kings and monarchs over history had astrologers and astronomers yeah. as part of their advisory staff to know yeah. when to align major military things, when to expand their exploration. It was just part of right. how you governed and governed well. So it seemed to me like Absolutely. Apple and Samsung should have some astrologers in the product development <laughs> queue, especially if they've got the Aquarius, Mercury and Aquarius, the innovator's mind, you know, yeah. um, because I thought, well, that might have been – just anecdotal, but those were two very major globally felt <laughs> things that wow. impacted people's communication devices quite significantly that did, I believe, happen during a Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde. <laughs> yeah. It's really, I mean, it's so important to me, and if I was going to make any suggestions to anyone about astrology, just to to first start to understand that astrology is really a conversation about energy. That's it. Mm -hmm. Energy and archetype is what astrology is a conversation about energy and archetypes. And then the next thing is how does that energy live in you and how do those archetypes express in you? And if you can just, if you can get curious about that, it'll change your life. Mm -hmm. Now for, this particular Mercury Retrograde, you all have a program that you all have um, every Mercury Retrograde, which is mm-hmm. an opportunity for people to do some work with you. And and so you're looking at Mercury Retrograde as a personal development opportunity. Um, and so would you share a little bit about 
then how you came to even come up with this uh, particular focus then and what mm-hmm. your your strategy is then for people who want to participate in that with you. So we decided to come together and created Mercury Retrograde Reset to because of the the disempowering and negative connotations that were out there maybe even like Monique said I guess the the uh, the the old wives tales about Mercury retrograde we wanted to create a new energy around how to relate to Mercury retrograde so we gave it a we gave it a, a, a name, Mercury Retrograde Reset. Who doesn't want a reset? Like mm-hmm. you get a chance to, to, to go back and look at events that happened over over a period of time close to the, the retrograde and to really analyze what's going on within you and to, to take this energy and this opportunity to go back to that particular energy and reset, maybe relate to it in a different way. So that's how we came up with this idea. And, of course, Monique is the astrologer, and I, I am more of the energy person. So Hi. that being said, it's interesting even today, today is the beginning of the Mercury retrograde <laughs> cycle, and we gave it a theme this time. The theme is mentality makeover, and mm. I, I just picked a, I picked a meditation this morning, and it was all about going back and clearing energy from ancestral lines from the father's line from the mother's line so it's it's being in tuned with the energy so whether i even am aware of it which i am or not the energy the if, if you allow the energy to take hold and to guide you it does it's amazing hmm. yeah thanks for that kelly the the thing for me, like I, so I, I had been doing Mercury retrograde before Kelly and I, I had been, before we started doing it for the public, I had been doing it by myself because I'm an astrologer and because I'm really ruled by Mercury. I have a Virgo sun and I have a um, Gemini moon. And so that's a oh. lot of Mercury <laughs> energy. And, and so I was aware that every time Mercury retrograde came up, my life would just kind of like come to a halt. And, mm. and so I, once I started studying astrology and I understood that, oh, this energy rules my emotions because the moon is ruled by, rules your emotions, and it also rules my personality. So when Mercury goes retrograde, I, like, I'm super affected more than most people. And and so I literally prayed and said, I need a solution to this. Like, I need to to figure out how to be with this energy. And I got a vision of pruning, my grandmother pruning her tree. And 
Mm. And she would prune the trees, and then the trees would that she take everything away, and then the next season the trees would produce all of this fruit. And I was like, oh, that's what a Mercury retrograde is. It cleans everything out so that in the next season you can produce more of what it is that you really want. And so yes. that was the premise for me starting mm. Mercury, you know, like doing the Mercury retrograde work. And then I was really clear that I, like, I'm not an energy worker. <laughs> like, I'm a, I can look at somebody's chart and see what's going on and why this and this and that, but I can't. I'm not the person that's going to do the work because it's all about energy. And so Kelly takes that leg of it and she understands energy and she understands things that will assist your energy with the oils and all the work that she does. And it's an incredible compliment to really healing patterns and behaviors and healing the mind and all that sort of stuff. And Joel, when you just said you, you, you feel bad that mercury gets a bad rap, this is the thing that's funny about that. Mercury doesn't get a bad rap because Mercury rules the mind, right? So we're mm. going to get on board with it <laughs> or, we're gonna, or it's going to drag us. It doesn't get a bad rap. If people would stop resisting it because it's just a part mm. of the – it's like – it's like being upset that winter came or being upset that spring came. It's just what is, right? So right. plant your seeds before the rain comes so you'll get to, and that's what Mercury Retrograde is, this reset. It's an opportunity that Kelly and I have created for people to be able to prepare because there will be a harvest, but you have to do the work mm-hmm. to have the harvest. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I like that analogy. You got you got to you got to go in with your hoe and you got to dig out right. the you got to dig out the weeds. That's right. That's right. Right. I mean, I love uh opportunities for personal growth and development. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be anything, but I do know that um we, as you said one of the reeves is resistance, right? And mm-hmm. there has mm-hmm. been a strong resistance for some people to change and to looking at the inside, I mean, part of it, I feel like we're at a flowering of expansion of awareness where, you know, I'm a child of the 70s, but for like a man who was like Ward Cleaver in the 50s, it was not Mm -hmm. a societal acceptance in the United States, at least, for you to go do therapy to learn how to (laughs) hug your children. You know what I'm saying? So today's people have a lot more opportunity to do therapy, do some work. That that phrase, let me do some work on myself, is right. much more commonplace now, and I'm excited about that because now we have all these expanded tools that it's not about going to just see which INFTP or, you know, which mm-hmm. personality Myers-Briggs you are. You can actually then say, well, you know what, I'm going to not look at who moved my cheese and look at how I behave in the corporate world. I'm going to now step into astrology, and it's more mm-hmm. accepted and that the benefits that we've seen in the last 50, 60 years from the change in conversation in the next 60 right. years is going to be exponential. And that makes me so Isn't excited. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> Isn't it exciting? The kids today, literally, I have, I'm friends with 20-year-olds and I have an 11-year-old son. Like, on some level, there's a part of me that's so jealous of them. <laughs> and because they, they get more time. I, they, I'm in a story in my mind, like, you guys are doing the work like they're where I am. They're, they, their minds are far more advanced. It's so, 
It's so amazing. And it's because the configurations in the heavens are different. The energies, the energies are lighter now. They're not as dense as they were when I was born in 1968. So, you know, I was born in 1968 with Pluto and Virgo. And for those of us who lived or in that generation, I'm sure was there, you know, for two, two or three decades or whatever. But that's a deep, heavy energy, Pluto and Virgo. Like Virgo is intense and Pluto is death, right? And so mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of us who are born, that's a deep energetic. So then you start, when things start lightening up, these young kids, they come and they get things really fast. I was talking to my son mm-hmm. yesterday and I was asking him about fairies and vampires. And I said, well, do you know God? And he was like, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, I know God. And do you like God? I like God. And then I said, well, what's another name for God? And he said, Zion. That's his name. Oh. He said he's 11 years old. Like, you know, I, I would have I I killed myself. If somebody would have killed me if they heard me say that when I was 11 years old. What do you mean? It's right. not Jesus, right? But so everything right. is changing. Everything is changing. Mm-hmm. That is that is so heartwarming. I'm like, yes, you know, but I, that's why yeah. I'm an in-betweener, you know, because I'm excited yeah. about, I understand the old and we're moving into the new and it doesn't stress me, you know, that's uh, mm-hmm. where the mm-hmm. interface is, if you will. And so many teachers are coming out of that, you know, like, um, and I've seen so many people now looking to say, oh, well, you know, my son, he's a Taurus. And I used to wonder why he was so obstinate, but I've learned that they're integrating mm-hmm. it into how they're disciplining, educating, mm-hmm. supporting, loving, nurturing these little beings, you know, indigos, right. little stars, whatever they are, they're definitely different. And so I think that's exciting, too. If it all of a sudden is. you realize it's not your willful son who's oppositionally defiant, it's just he yeah. has a bull personality that if you try to push, will push back and that you can That's then right. move out of diagnoses and medication mm-hmm. by just understanding a little bit more about behavioral uh, astrology. You know, it's so I'd important. Rather get a, what you're saying what you're saying is so profoundly important and it's it's a life changing thing. Like understanding my son's chart makes our lives so much easier. It doesn't make it completely easy. But like so, for instance, my son is an Aquarius, and and the the Aquarius is the rebel, right? And and what do they rebel against? The mother. Isn't that horrible? Mm. But now that I know mm. it, I don't. It doesn't bother me. So when he's looking at me like, "Who are you?" and telling me that he's such and such, I go, "Yeah, I get it. You're right," <laughs> because that's what he's designed to do. But it's also very interesting because I've spent time with Monique and Zion, and Monique will 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 ask Zion to do something, and he will not do it. But I can come and ask him to do the same thing, and he complies. Mm. Yeah, because <laughs> you're not his mother. Because yeah. you're not his mother. That's right. Yeah. So, so it's, but, if the, I, but astrology. But people, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's it's if your listeners are interested parents and they want to understand their children, I totally recommend you get readings for your children. Go find an astrologer who can look at your child's chart, and it will help you. It will it will change your life. Every it will change your life because you'll go, oh, that's why they talk so much. Oh, that's why they don't want to do this. Oh, that it will all make sense, and you will be better for it, and your relationship with your children will be better for it. 
It's amazing. Well, and I, everything then, you know. is in your chart. Everything is in your <laughs> chart. Like, it really yeah. is. And I know it's it hard is. to believe, but the aspects of who you are mm-hmm. and why you are the way that you are, they're in your chart. Yeah. I think the average person who has not been, a, as you would say, subscriber to the idea of astrology would be blown away if they did sit down with an astrologer for a reading. I think most people, mm-hmm. their initial, I mean, in my day, we all went for the Cosmopolitan Magazine end of year, year ahead forecast pamphlet, you know, and you would find them ripped out at the grocery store and stuff because everybody <laughs> would want the little horoscope or they would see next to Ann Landers your one sentence kind of, oh, this is what your day is. And, and they think, well, how mm-hmm. could that possibly really be helpful? But that is not a chart reading at all. Mm-hmm. That's a no. general distillation for mass consumption. And I definitely have found the work that I've done with um, astrologers extremely expansive for me personally and I'm just now the last couple years coming into the whole okay now that I've got my kind of sun moon um, Venus uh, awareness um, going things like Mercury and the opportunity that that presents now I'm ready to add those it's almost like juggling balls (laughs) you know you you start Mm -hmm. with one and you get the hang of that then you add your emotional world then you add mm-hmm. your mental world, and you know. So this Mercury thing has definitely been more of my awareness the last couple of years. But I, you know, the way I was perceiving it and becoming aware of it was through technology challenges and communication challenges that I was experiencing. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm looking to shift that. So for a person who signs up for um, your Mercury retrograde reset experience, what? kind of work is involved in that is is it um workshops is it exercises and meditations is it a one day seminar or you know how how do you people work with you through that mm-hmm. so what we are offering for this particular cycle like i said we have identified a theme with mercury retrograde being in aries that we are calling it mentality makeover. So what we are offering through our website, which is mercuryretrogradereset.net, we have a package on there that allows you a 30-minute Mercury Retrograde reading, astrology reading with Monique, and then a energy healing session with me, which is also 30 minutes. So what we have created on the website is we've created a special for the first five people. There's, there's five of those specials on our website mm-hmm. um, for $111. And then okay. once those are gone, um, anyone else can sign up for the, for the regular for the um, the regular priced sessions through our website. And five, what a number of change and opportunity, right? <laughs> I love the yes, numerology and vibration. Uh, you know, all things are working together in alignment. So 
um, when you have been um, a reading, like so, the people who've gone through your your experience before, I know you've been doing this. I think you said a couple of years now. What has been the feedback and outcomes that they have said to you post post work? You want me to take it, Kelly? Monique, you want it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, great. Well, I think the thing most um, that most people become really aware of is how how aligned they are to Mercury. So one of the things that I see more than not is that whatever, you know, so for instance, Mercury, if Mercury is retrograding through Virgo, um, people will start to feel like they need to lose weight <laughs> or they need to change their diet so that, because Virgo rules the body and it rules daily routines and health and all of that sort of stuff. And so I think people are fascinated by how connected they are to and how connected the universe is to them. Like we think things are going on inside of us and we think that's just, oh, I feel like this today. But there's usually some planetary thing that is creating that feeling in you. Like I, I don't say this that much but because people think I'm crazy, but the planets are communicating with you. <laughs> they just are. And mm-hmm. they're, they're sending you energy signals. The way our cell phones pick up a signal we pick up a signal from the planet. And mm-hmm. so, you know, people get to learn how to be with the retrograde. And they and most of the clients, if not all of them, have always come out of it feeling like, oh, I get this now. It's like you've given me, um, it's like I've given them a boat. We've given them a, a boat for the bumpy water. So now the bumpy water mm. is not drowning them. And, it just makes the whole experience much more harmonious because we're demystifying it. And when we start to change our minds about it, right, because Mercury rules the mind. <laughs> and like, mm-hmm. I like it, when you change your mind about it, the energy of that planet then is more available to you. And so like when, when Mercury's in retrograde, I'll burn candles, like I'll do Mercury prayers, like there are chants out there that you can do to the planet. It's almost like I'm saying, okay, please make this easy for me, please, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And the planet responds, like the, it responds inside of you because we create these realities. So if you're asking for harmony, that's because you believe that harmony can come and then harmony will come and all that happens in the mind. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes a reality in your experience, right? It, but it starts in the mind. So the minute you pay homage to Mercury, it's going to say, okay, thank you. I love you. Here, I'm going to make it easy for you. <laughs> Instead of fight. Or easier. You got right, right, right with it. Mercury for you, faithful follower. <laughs> Yes, yes. Now, so this, I was thinking it was a group kind of collective thing, but it's a very personal, you know, you're working with the one, you, that person in your chart and, and have an opportunity to kind of go in very intensely with an actual conversation and to say, uh, to tease out things or concepts that um, matter most to you or that might need clarification. So uh, right. that's quite interesting because I didn't. We, we do that and the group. We do both, just to clarify. Okay. We, we're not doing the group right now, but we, in the past, or in September we will. But Kelly can talk more about that just because she totally gets the whole group thing. I do too, <laughs> but we do them both. 
So yeah, um, right now we are we're we're um, we're evolving our program. So um, we we have we started it I think in December of 2016, and each mm-hmm. cycle we have there's things that we have learned and have e- evolved. So our our big goal is to really have this launch in in its fullness in the during the next cycle so we're 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 still participating in this cycle but it's the next one that's going to have all the all the bells and whistles well i know we started trying to align to have you on the show i think maybe 15, 16 months ago, and it was like, boom, Mercury Retrograde was here, and I know you were doing your program, but I couldn't get my my schedule aligned to have you on, and this time we're coasting in right as this particular uh, retrograde is perfect. now fully on, but for those mm-hmm. who, so is September the next, or is there an intermediate Mercury Retrograde before that? Oh no! No kidding. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like, like no, no. Um, so, but we are doing. We do have a package that Kelly was mentioning. We're doing. So we are doing some work now. So if people are interested. We can do readings, and Kelly will do energy work, and that's what we're offering this time. Like we really are. We wanted to make something available to be supportive to our community and to be supportive to those who are interested. And in September, we're going to do a big group and all that sort of stuff because this, I don't know if you guys felt it, but this winter was like unbelievably like dark. <laughs> like it was like a heavy winter. So I, like, I'm so grateful that spring is here. And I'm saying to say like, I feel alive again. Like I, I feel like I had a little bit of a death over the winter. And so yes. I needed a little time <laughs> to bring myself back. Well, yeah. and for me, astrologically speaking, mm-hmm. winter, winter, I've been in a personal winter for the last two and a half years, yeah. you know, with with another planet called Saturn. So that's 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 a whole another discussion. However, um, you know, with the the astrology and the energy together, the the sessions are very complementary. So chances are you'll probably do your astrology with Monique first. And then Monique and I actually, we communicate. So Monique might um, bring up to me, oh, this particular person is dealing with this energy. And so it's, it's, we're, we're working together and really complimenting. And, you know, there's, there's a, there's a back and forth and a a, a give and take. So um, it's really exciting to work together. Yes, and I think that I saw on if people go to your Mercury Retrograde Reset page, there are blog posts. Uh, you don't have to necessarily uh, be having to pay for the full aspect because you've shared some some great uh, information, just food for thought. Um, I haven't been to the website in the last uh, couple of weeks, but I seem to recall that there were some uh, articles that you authored as well about mm-hmm. Mercury Retrograde. Am I remembering that correctly? Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes, one we, yes. a lot of our a lot of our information is shared on our social media though. 
Okay. So we have. And so, where can people a, connect with you? So Mercury Retrograde Reset One on Instagram, and then Mercury Retrograde Reset on Facebook. And so people will be able to join the kind of flow of information. I know I have liked your page as my business page, but I need to make sure, you know, Facebook is real funky now about making sure that you see business listings and posts. They like to suppress those (laughs) because they want those dollars for you to get out there. But I will definitely be sure to make sure I see those because I absolutely will pass those along through the Vibrarian page as well. What I find is that you'll see lots of authored posts making their rounds from places like Conscious Reminder and, you know, there's, I mean, there's tons of websites, but I'm never quite sure of the authoritativeness or the aspect that's being shared. I usually am, of course, evaluating using my own internal kind of resonance and guidance, but I've had people come back and say, no, like an astrologer friend of Virginia came back and said, don't ever use it from this site because they do astrology based on X, Y, Z, and that's just not quite as accurate. Choose this website instead. You know, so I would definitely mm-hmm. love to support the information that you two are putting out because clearly from what I'm understanding this evening, you all definitely, uh, it feels very valid and truthful and resonant the information that you've shared here. Do you find that there is misinformation or more so that it's just slightly it misses the mark a little bit, not necessarily absolutely wrong? So earlier this afternoon, you know, I'm I'm looking through I'm I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook mm-hmm. and um I I noticed that that there was a Mercury Retrograde article. I was like, okay, let me see what they're saying. It was all the, the stereotypical stuff. So, you know, the, the, the doom and gloom and, oh, Mercury's going to get you. And, and so it's very much into that, that vein of, like, uh, the, the fear-mongering that goes on in the mm-hmm. mainstream media. Like, we're, we're mm-hmm. anti that. We, we want you to be able to... Um, take this information and the the energy that is present and harness it for your benefit and for your growth. Yes. That's so important. That's one reason why I wanted to have you because I also believe that, you know, we are creating our reality. That is the power of your mind. And so there is the... You can subscribe to anything that you want, including a negative vibrational uh, framework for something. But if there is an alternate that is a positive spin, I'm going for the positive at this point of my my life, you know. And right, you all right. both were not, uh, from what I thought, it was not all hide your PDAs and lock up your computer and don't drive your car. You know what I'm saying? It was all like, right. hey, use this to do something. And now as you're explaining how it's about thinking and I'm like oh well that's right up my alley so I mean Mm -hmm. uh, very happy to hear your perspective because it definitely aligns with my overall generalized way of approaching life and I think that it's more important now like you said with the world being at this changeable time 
that if you can grasp on to a positive reason for things, it improves all of us. Uh, by the more and more people switch over to happy feelings from negative intensity right. and dread and all of that, then it, it affects all of us whether we're consciously aware of it or not. That's right. And get your chart are- read so you can begin to see why you are experiencing life in that way. You know, like, so if you're a negative ninny, like, it's probably in your chart somewhere. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, if you would be able to find in your chart, like, oh, you grew up with a really hard childhood, and from that childhood, you became, like, a negative thinker because you, because you took on so much trauma, right? And you, and I, and you can see that in somebody's chart. And, and then you, and you help people begin to shift those energies create new brain synapses, create a new relationship to Mercury. Like, these energies are in service to us. Like, we are them. They are us. We are the planets. The planets are us. There is no reason to feel like they're out to get us, that anything in the universe is out to get us, because then that would mean that it's out to get itself, right? It's out to do Mm, harm to itself. And so if we would really get that, we would understand that there is a flow and a rhythm to this thing. And we are a part of the flow and the rhythm. We are a part of it. And when we get in alignment with it, things become much easier. Love that. And I like, if I, like I could snap my fingers. <laughs> we are coming at this from a realistic approach not necessarily positive or negative, we're going to be real about it because, you know what, you might have a technology snafu during Mercury retrograde, and we want to, we want to guide you to be able to respond to that and mm-hmm. react to it. Yes, yes, respond and not react. I love all these R's, revisit, reset, renew, respond. <laughs> Yes. reply, you know, that re, that RX, if you will, that retrograde, it does, there's nothing wrong with that. You should not okay, so be I'm, so stuck in something that you don't want to review little, it. I'm going to be a little bit English teacher nerdy right now. <laughs> R-E, is a pre, R-E is a prefix. It means to do again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. I mean, we're supposed to have an opportunity. I mean, they always say review your work before you turn it in, right? right. Mm -hmm. uh, Review your memo before you send it out. Make sure your T's are crossed and your I's are dotted. And, again, Mm -hmm. being loose enough in your framework, to hold a loose enough framework that it does not become a question of feeling judged or faulty because you are reviewing and renewing. If something didn't go right the first time, then we mm-hmm. have opportunity to instead of saying, oh, I failed, oh, my God, you know, to say, oh, well, let me adjust, let me review and mm-hmm. see where I could have done things differently and then move on to it. And a lot of us, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes we carry such a uh, tight we're so tightly strung about whether we did something right or wrong, mm-hmm. that linear duality, if it's not correct, then it must be incorrect. And mm-hmm. the re's add a looseness 
<laughs> a freedom in the reef to bring right. myself. You know. Right. For, well, I do have several callers who've been listening this evening on the phone line. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate all of you. If anyone has a question, just make sure you press the one key to let me know you want to come on the air. Um, I'm just vibrating with excitement and happiness because I love learning new things, and the two of you have really clarified for me some things that I was not aware of before. Um, I do have a caller who wants to come in and ask a question, so let me bring them on the air here real quick. Caller ending in 7479, you're on the Vibrarian Show. Who am I speaking with? Jacqueline. (laughs) Jacqueline, yay. Jacqueline is a wonderful member of the Good Vibe Tribe. I love you so much, Jacqueline. Thank you for listening this evening. Did you have a question for our guest? I think I more so had a comment than a question. <laughs> um, I'm really glad I got a chance to listen in tonight um, to help explain how crazy I've been feeling uh, for the last couple of weeks. But all the good information um, coming from you two really helps me to put it in perspective, and, and definitely uh, I plan to seek you all out for for your experiences or services, right? But um, so I just wanted to say I appreciate the message and the information. <laughs> Thank you. Even that, yeah. even that little bit helps me to make sense of what I've been going through. Um, even though I need more details specifically about, uh, you know, specifically where my chart is. Mm-hmm. So thank That's you. That's awesome. Thank you, Jacqueline. It's one of the things about yeah. this work for me is that. Um, as I read people's charts and do Mercury retrograde and other the other things that I do, I do moon work, like just astrology work, is understanding that um, most people have challenging times in life because that's how life is. We have challenges and we have opportunities where there is no challenge, where there's like a lot of grace. And what happens is when we experience challenges, we usually make ourselves wrong rather than making the system, rather than mm-hmm. asking if the system is broken, right? And um, which is fascinating to me, and I did it too. So I don't want to act like I didn't do it. But so what I'm saying is like, you know, for instance, you know, some were told that you should be married by the time you're 25, and then you get 25 and you're not married and you think mm-hmm. something is wrong with you rather than thinking like, why the fuck should I be married by the time I'm 25? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whose rule is that? You know, it's right. So, um, and so astrology helps us get clear that there's nothing wrong with us ever, ever. Nothing's wrong with you. Never has been. The system needs to be adjusted. We need to update our system. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. what I mean by the system, I mean the culture we live in. We need to understand astrology when we, we need to understand the astrology of our children. We need to understand the astrology of ourselves. Imagine if at the time of your birth, your parents know your astrology and they know that, you know, say, say someone like Kelly, they know that your son is in Sag and your Mercury is in Sag. So they know that from the very beginning of your life, so immediately they would start giving you information that is about mm-hmm. spirituality and fo- because they know from your chart that that's what you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. Yes. It changes everything. Can you imagine? That's game-changing information. 
That's right. It changes everything. If you have a child that you have like a cancer moon and you know that child needs to be like attached to their mother to to draw the energy of her to feel secure inside of themselves for when they become an adult. So then you then you don't not at odds with why you have a clingy child because you know that that child's cancer moon draws them to you as the mother and they need you. And so you're you you just give them what they need. <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, mm-hmm. when my son was born, because, you know, I grew up in a household where that was a common question. What's your sign? What's your sign? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I guess I, I think I might be a little pseudo-astrologer, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. that was really prevalent in my household as far as what your sign is and the way you were acting related to your sign. So I, I have like some general knowledge as far as astrology. But interestingly mm-hmm. enough, when my son was born, because I'm kind of into it. I just need to get more into it. Um, mm-hmm. I did get a chart from my son, and it talked about the type of relationship we would have, um, me as his mother, mm-hmm. and and how we would interact. And so I did make adjustments based on um, that chart as far as some of my parenting with him. And I really think uh, that, you know, it, it amounted to us having a really healthy relationship um, as best as I can make it, having had that mm-hmm. information from his chart. So mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely interested in getting more and diving more into astrology because I'm always asking people and saying to people, well, what's your sign? And then I have this general thought as to what I might equate to some of their personality traits or different things like that because of that, of uh, knowing their yeah. sign. So. Yeah. Well, and you're such a Libra, Jacqueline, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's right. And a Libra would absolutely go figure out how to make a harmonious relationship. So, yeah. Yep. That is the skills. Balance. Right. right. Well, very important I to appreciate me. you, uh, you know, calling in, Jacqueline, as always, and supporting the show. And I imagine that we might be uh, having a Mercury retrograde reset uh, together at some point if we both are able to get signed up for this opportunity with them. Uh, Jacqueline, thank you for calling. I'm going to uh, push you back on the listen line. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jacqueline. (laughs) You know, this is – I I love having an opportunity for this show because there's – it's like checking out a book in the library, only it's in human form where the conversation mm-hmm. is the teaching. And, you know, you each have developed an expertise that through your own journey of looking for answers of self and healing mm-hmm. self, you do that and then it turns into an outward availability for people and I think that so oftentimes people say oh what am I going to do for others what am I going to do for others but it starts in your own personal question and your know thyself as is said by the wise one right and I think astrology Mm -hmm. gives a wonderful um you could probably study the stars and behaviors all of your life and yourself and those around you and be a perpetual mm-hmm. student of it. I'm sure you're coming into new you understandings can. of interplanetary on a constant basis in, in your work. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes, it is. It's astrology is never the same. It's never the same. No two people have the same charts ever. And you said people are so worried about what they can do for others. The best thing you can do for others is know yourself. That's the best thing you can do for others. Yes. Like, that's right. And so if you can dedicate the time that you're willing to dedicate to another person to have them like you or to make them, you know, to have them feel special or loved, learn about yourself and it will change the world. It will change. It, mm-hmm. it has changed the world, me understanding my chart. Like, I just feel so much more supported by the universe. I feel like I belong here. I feel like I'm like the tree that has been standing outside my apartment since probably for 30 or 40 years. But that tree belongs there, and so do we. We are as necessary as the trees and the stuff. We are necessary. So get to know who you are. Why, If you're so necessary, understand what your function is, what you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to be functioning, what matters to you, what doesn't. Know yourself. Absolutely. You when, are what the I... center, you are the center of your universe. So without yeah. you, and I, I look at the, the, the sun. Um, another name for sun is soul, S-O-L. Soul mm-hmm. is an acronym for self, others, life, in that order. You have to take care of yourself before you can truly care for others and have that translate into caring for your life. Self first. You know, that is so wonderful. I mean, you two have just delivered a a great content. I know I'll be listening to this again. I'm giggling Mm -hmm. because I'm hearing the, and I mean, no copyright infringement, but it's like the theme song is free your mind and the rest will follow, like the in vogue (laughs) sign, right? You are talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, the mental aspect, the mind and releasing yourself. So there's another R again, R E. You're releasing Mm -hmm. yourself Mm -hmm. from things that um, old ideas, taking an opportunity to reset and then move forward into a new way and Mercury ruling the mind, let's free it, (laughs) you know. Um, I I just thank both of you for coming. Now, for people who want to reach out to connect with you to do energy and work with you, Kelly Lynn, how can they best get in contact with you? Through our website, mercuryretrogradereset.net, and that's where we have our our packages. or were you talking about individually? I'm talking more individually. I think we've definitely covered the retrograde reset, but you all are, of course, mm-hmm. more expansive than that. just that offering. Oh, yes. So for those who want mm-hmm. to do so, other work with you. You can find me everywhere on social media, Kelly Lynn Prime, K-E-L-L-Y-L-Y-N-N-P-R-I-M-E. Um, Facebook, Instagram are my my two major um social media social media platform so that's actually the best way to get a hold of me right now i'm working okay. on putting my website together so social media is the best way to get at me right now where can we or do yoga with you can we do oh yoga with you 
Okay, so yoga is primarily right now I have um, corporate clients, and I'm actually doing a – I'm doing an audition at a local studio this coming Saturday. So um, send great vibrations that I will have a studio home soon. Yay, okay, yay. But I'm I'm always available for private sessions as well. So if anyone would like to do private or small group, I'm available to do that in your home. I come to you. Okay, Mm -hmm. for those of us that still flippity-flop around uh, with our yoga practice, that might be a safe safe environment (laughs) to do our sun salutations. That's that's Mm. called Mo-Yo, Mobile Yoga. Okay. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. And Monique, for people who want to do work with you outside of the Mercury Retrograde Reset, where can they find you? Social media is the best and easiest and fastest place to find me. I do have a website that's under construction at MoniqueRuffin.com. Like you can find, you can sort of find me there, but basically social media, Instagram or Facebook, and even Twitter on some days I'm there too. <laughs> well, excellent. I know I've seen uh I don't are you doing live um live streams on your channels? Yes. I do. Yes. Is the queen of live on Facebook. Her Facebook lives are amazing. Thank you. I do Facebook lives, and that's 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 nice of you to say, Kelly. I do. I do Facebook lives, and so yeah, I. Occasionally, I'll be inspired to, you know, talk about something for several days. Like, I usually do a, we're going to talk about this for a week, (laughs) and then I'll be there every day. Like, it just, whatever hits me, and then I go for it. Well, I just appreciate both of you for being here this evening and for the knowledge that you just freely shared with everyone. I'm deeply grateful for that. This is the Vibrarian Show. I'm on Blog Talk Radio. I love the, the, this opportunity to connect with people. I've got a few episodes coming up. I've been uh, kind of holding on one about the medicine journey that's going to be uh, about DMT. I am oh, I, ayahuasca, peyote, and the frog journey and what that has looked like for people and the opportunity that the plants uh, and nature are providing us to do some some very deep work. So I'm looking to have that episode and have people lined up for that in the future and just uh, all kinds of other topics ahead. And, and, Monique, I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you again to have you back for some moon conversations because it definitely sparked a, a you know, a, Hey, for me. So I will put Thank that you. in my file. <laughs> so for everyone who has been here this evening, I just thank you for tuning in, and I hope to see you in cyberspace. Our episodes are uploaded to the Vibrary YouTube channel so that you can listen to them at a later point in time, and also on iTunes. If you're an iPhone or iPad user, you can subscribe to our podcast feed and download it so you can listen to it in your car on the way to commute or while you're exercising or anything like that. So um, I just thank you for all of your support and enjoy these conversations with all of you. Monique, Kelly Lynn, I thank you so much for your time this evening, ladies. Do you have any last wise words 
uh, either of you for our listeners this evening. Thank you for uh, thank no. you for tuning in. And just super super grateful for the opportunity. And may the may the force of <laughs> may the force of Mercury be with you. <laughs> Absolutely. What else to say other than that? May the force of Mercury be with you, because it is with you. Just what are you doing with it? Use yes. the force. <laughs> the That's force right. is strong. Use it. My inner geek is loving that. <laughs> oh my gosh! Isn't it's the truth though? It is the truth. There is a force. There's a force all around us all the time. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm done. Go with it. Go with it. Right. Instead of right. it. Yes. If it yeah. don't flow, well, let it go. That's right. That is right. Well, for all of you, I hope that your life brings you all the blessings that you can have to overflowing and that that energy then spills out onto the world around you. And the light in me absolutely honors Mm. the light in you. Namaste. Namaste. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Right.